Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru, Who Me? And today, I've invited David Bennett, who's an aging guru guy, to join mm-hmm. us. <laughs> yes, you and everyone else listening. Um, David is one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, one of his books that he wrote, Journey to Purpose, is one of my favorite books. I've read it numerous times because there's so much good wisdom in there and the stories that he tells are really uh, enchanting and and wonderful. Uh, David had a near-death experience many years ago. Um, what, 20 years ago, David? 30? 43, so yeah, it's been a while. Long time. And in that near-death experience, he uh, experienced the ocean of light, being immersed in that. He met his soul family. He had a life review. And then he was kicked back into his body <laughs> to finish out the experience of drowning and then not drowning. <laughs> so, David, welcome uh, <laughs> to joining me today. I don't mean to be flippant about your experience. It's just pretty phenomenal. Well, I can laugh about it, too. You know, Good. I mean, it's, it was many years ago, and I've had a lot of time to examine it and integrate it into my life. Yeah, I can imagine. And because of that, and uh, if you want to tell us how old you are or how young you are or how well, ageless you 63. are. 63. 63. I'm 63. Yes. Okay. And my experience when I was in my mid-20s. So okay. it was a long time. So, you know, we could talk all afternoon about your process and your, you know, your experience. But what I want to know is how has your experience affected your perspective on aging? Yeah, you know, it's a, that's an interesting question, and I, I, I love that you pose that to me because I think normally, I think in, as, as just aging humans, uh, we have a, a propensity of uh, trying to seek more peace and tranquility in our life. I think, I think that's a normal process. I think by having a spiritually transformative experience, especially a profound, deep experience, that I think it, it just deepens that, that drive to find more peace in your life and bring it into your um, your environment, into your circles, into your interactions, that sort of thing. Um, I know here in my home, we've created we every time we move into a new home. We just moved into this home four years ago. We probably spent the first year just creating a sanctuary uh-huh. where we knew we could come to and 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 find our repose, be able to, to fill our cup and, and have a place to a base of operation where we could live out, you know, that, that sense of peace and everything. Because I also, as we age, I think we, we feel the need to, you know, give back. Um, at least for me, I, that, that's a strong urge within me to, to give back, you know. When we're and what, younger, is, what is it? Is it, is it the aging or is it something that's happening because of the aging? Well, that, you know, that's hard to answer. Um, I'd have to say that's a, it's a good, uh, good, good uh, query. Um, Cause I think, you know, my, my point in, in asking that is the aging process takes place. Like if we were wine and we were fermenting, things would be happening and flavors would be added and, and uh, essences and things that happen because of this process, as long as we're on the planet and these human forms, we're fermenting, maturing, flavoring, our essences are becoming more. And so my, my sense is, is that because we keep doing that, then we have more generosity of spirit. We have more flavor, if you will, 
Um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think that we are a sum of all of our life's interactions and experiences and that it tends to flavor the way we view life and the way that we move forward in life. Um, and, and so I think within my life, I felt like I was, spirit was very generous with me. Um, I mean, yes, I went through a lot of suffering too. <laughs> when you read my book, Voyage of Purpose, yeah, you can see there was a lot of suffering there. But through that suffering, there was growth. And, and as we mature, we, we can look back with hindsight. Okay, that's a great advantage in getting older is you can look back in hindsight and see how things gave you a leg up or gave you the tools you needed to move forward, that sort of thing. Right, or gave you the challenges that dares you to shift your orientation so that you have a different outcome than just one that's kind of normally expected. Yeah, you know, I think, and, and as we get older, I think we also are not afraid to change our minds. I, I think we're- I you know, like that. We're, we're a lot, we allow ourselves to just be who we are. You know, we don't have to wear the veils anymore. We don't have to try to put on this persona that I'm such and such. And we could just be naturally, let our hair grow gray, you know, yep. and just be who we are. Yes. Know? But one of the things that happens for me is I, uh, I have a sister who's um, six years older than I am. And so it's, it appears from my perspective that as we get old, we all look alike, you know, just like babies all look alike. <laughs> so we all get gray hair and we all have wrinkles and you can hardly see who's there, but the essence of the person is still there. So there's that point where we keep, you know, in, in our growing process, we want to define ourselves as unique and special and different. But it, there's a point where you go, I just, I'm, I'm going to look just like her. I mean, just, it, and which looks like Aunt Martha or, you know, Cheryl, whoever down the street, like, we're all going to look the same. <laughs> but the essence of me or the essence of you, regardless of white hair, wrinkles, saggies, whatever, the essence is still there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just allow yourself to be who you are, you know? Um, yeah. And, and sometimes that can, you know, that can manifest itself in, in very blunt ways. Um, and, but, but what's wrong with that? Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes, sometimes when I, especially when I was younger, I was a brash young man, okay? And then I had a spiritual experience which caught, taught me to be open and accepting and more loving. But it also, I became a little more reserved. And now I feel myself going back the old way where, you know, it's like, okay, I, I feel like if I want, have something to say, I'm going to say it. Yeah. I'm not going to hold it in reserve any longer. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I did some, I've uh, been watching uh, these YouTube videos on paint pouring and that just got really exciting for me. And paint pouring is like, there's no structure, right? It's just, you pour paint on the canvas, different colors, and you wiggle the canvas around or you put screwies or whatever, and it comes out the way it, it comes out. And so that formlessness is really interesting, but the part of me that's so used to structure, whatever level of structure I am, you know, I, I walked outside the other day and I go, oh my God, I might end up swirling my whole trailer with color you know it might be splattered paint the whole thing oh my god what's that gonna be like you know and it was like yeah that might happen and the freak out is like you better not go there as opposed to going well 
that's the expression of me, you know, if that's, you know, like you say, what's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> that it might shock a few people. My daughter might show up and go, mom, you know, you kind of gone off over the edge, but I haven't, but you know, the interpretations. Right, David, right. I have, I have a, a one more question or two okay. maybe, but what's the scariest aspect for you of aging? So again, you know, having, you know, you have a very deep relationship with, with spirit. And um, yeah. that level of engagement and the sanctuary that's so important in your life and the, the place of peace and founding your life with Cindy in this sanctuary of peace. Uh, so with all that, you're still in this human form and human experience. What's the scariest aspect of aging for you? Well, I, I've, through my whole journey, I've, I've seen a lot of, uh, I've had my, my times of suffering and I just, what scares me is to have to go through more suffering. That yeah. would, I, I would say that would be my number one fear. Yeah. Because everything else is secondary really to that. You know? Yeah. But I try not, I try to put that fear. I try not to allow that fear to rule my life though. It, it doesn't have a place in my day to day existence. Mm -hmm. um, it's there and it's in the background and it's to be, you know, uh, you need to be mindful that you don't want to put yourself in that situation. So I think it's healthy to have, um, there's some fear is healthy to have. Okay. And I believe that that's one that's, that's healthy to have for me because I already have a number of physical limitations Yes. Uh, because of, because of my past mental or uh, past mental, <laughs> my past physical. Uh, history. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> but, but it just, uh, I, I think that that would be my fear. So, so if people are listening and cause I, well, if people are listening, but who people who resonate with that and, and I think it's a number one, one of the number one fears that people have is, is perhaps the suffering that's possible. What's, you know, aside from not letting it enter your everyday life, what is a, a remedy or an anecdote or a, a way of being so that you've got that fear in balance with, with your I think, knowing. I think it's um, a healthy lifestyle, you know, a healthy lifestyle and, um, and, and don't take undue chances that, you know, like, okay, I'm a little too old to start hang gliding, um, you know, things like that. Yeah. So, um, and, and so I, like, like Cindy says, you know, I was thinking, oh boy, I'd really love to have a motorcycle again. She's like, yeah, but you'd have to ride it wrapped in bubble wrap. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> because I have a, I have a titanium spine. So, you know, just that vibration would really, really, really be bad for me. So it's like, yeah, you, you know, you just got to think, think it through, you know, yeah. think through and, and create a healthy lifestyle, eat right, get plenty of rest, you know, do the basics, just cover yeah. the basics. If it's like, if you, I've started taking supplements about a year ago and I'm, I'm so happy I'm doing that because I feel like that is that plus better eating, healthy air, exercise, being out in nature. Uh, I've done everything I can do to empower myself to uh, alleviate the most suffering possible as best I can. And so I don't worry about, oh gosh, I'm drinking too much and that's going to create whatever problems it creates. Right. Or, um, you know, using my uh, hands or my physicality to the degree that I'm creating injury. So like you said, that place of balance, but also knowing you're doing everything you can 
to create that that lifestyle that's going to support you in alleviating any any potential suffering that you are already creating if you know what i'm saying does that make sense exactly. if you're doing stuff you know you're doing and you know it's going to create problems down the way you might want to you might want to consider doing something else <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> i don't want to and know your limitations i think it's important that we know our limits so in terms of the spiritual element of our reality uh you know sometimes that suffering as you know that suffering creates those those possibilities and those opportunities to experience a sense of self that we haven't allowed ourselves to experience until then mm -hmm. make sense yes, yes. and expansion of being yeah and you if you if we've come here to have certain spiritual experiences or human experiences and we haven't had them yet as we get closer to the end we might like go oh you know i better have this circumstance or this circumstance so that i can finish up my uh, my <laughs> my course requirements <laughs> And the, and the other, you know, like a true professor. <laughs> the, you know, and we're we're running a little long, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but that piece that it's like you have you realize in your near death experiences that you're the spiritual being having a human experience, and something that you said earlier was it's like okay, so now I can actually embrace all of my humanness, which includes what happens inside the suffering which includes inside the, the scariness and the struggles, it's, which includes inside the peace and the surrendering. It's, it's being that, knowing that you are the spiritual being, but you've come here to have these human experience, not to avoid them or have them, you know, do a spiritual by bypass, if you will. Yeah, I, I liken it like, um from from all the different uh, facets of of life uh, spiritual mental emotional and spiritual um through through all those facets it's like now i'm walking my i'm walking through my life with my eyes wide open mm -hmm. awesome awesome and if you were to leave me with one me and whoever is listening uh with one thing to consider uh, for themselves as a potential practice or a potential way to see the world or see themselves in the rare, their human experience. What Just, would you? Uh, be open, be open to, and, and, and be observant. Um, one of the things that I was taught early on and I didn't take into consideration most of my life was, to um, observe the natural world around me, to observe um, my circumstance. Um, it, it allows you to approach life just from a, a slightly elevated level of being. Great, great. So noticing, observing, witnessing, not just being immersed in the process or immersed in your reality, your circumstances, but actually go, oh, I'm actually a driver of this car or I'm actually the one making the text happen or I'm the one who's listening. And so there's this little step back as yes. the witness. Yes. And that really helps. That's really great. Awesome. Thank you. So David, your book uh, that I love is Journey to Purpose. Voyage of Purpose. Aha. 
Voyage to purpose. Voyage to purpose. Voyage to purpose. Voyage to purpose. It'll be in the links uh, on this and voyage to purpose, or you can um, Google David Bennett uh, and Cindy Griffith Bennett, uh, and go to Amazon. Your books are there, or his website, which is dharmatalks.com. Dharmatalks.com. D H A R M A talks.com. Correct. Awesome. David, thank you so much for being with me today. And we'll talk soon, I'm sure. Thank you, Rosie. Thank you. It's been great. Big hugs. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.